Welcome to Rugged Rants, a tough and yes, maybe at times bold conversation on the future of innovation and what we can expect as work changes. I'm your host, Susan Campbell. In today's podcast, we're lucky to have Fassel Pandant, president of Panasonic Systems Solutions Company of North America, to discuss digital transformation, what it is, how companies can achieve it, and some obstacles they must overcome. Thank Welcome, you. Welcome, Fassel. Thanks for having me. Sure. So I remember my very first digital transformation many years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, was from an analog clock mm-hmm. to a digital clock, which is a good thing because I still couldn't tell time when I was about 10 years old. So <laughs> sure. digital transformation's been around a while. Right. Uh, it's morphed a little bit. So why don't we start off um, talking about digital transformation and, and sort of how you define it and, and your perspective on what are some ways customers can approach a digital transformation today? Sure. It's a, it's a great question and a v- quite difficult one also, because digital transformation means multiple things. Right. It all depends on the context of the business, the industry that we're in. Uh, and I'm glad you started off with your uh, analog <laughs> example, because uh, to many, it's sort it's a new concept, but it's been around forever. Right. It's uh, it's being talked about a lot. It's a buzzword in across many industries, but it's not new. Um, digital today in in many industries means somehow acquiring data uh, from various end devices or stuff mm-hmm. and aggregating that data and making sense of the data and doing something with it. That's been around for quite a while. Right, That's been right. done for many years. What's changed now is what I call the ubiquity of data right. because the devices have become smarter. It's easier to collect that data. It's easier to aggregate it, and it's easy to uh, to look at the data now. Faster to compute Fa- it, easier to store exactly. it. Yeah. So what? It, it, and people get so caught up in the technology and the tools around digital transformation. You talk. People talk about big data, AI, and things like that. Right. What's really important in is, and I think that complicates things. What's important is. What is the customer trying to accomplish? What, what, what is the customer's pain point that this data can, can help with? Right. And many a times that conversation does not happen or that element of, of the sort of the broader discussion is not a high priority. Right. So I define digital transformation as, as a means to address the new needs of customers which are emerging because of some changes in the marketplace. You know, you have things like uh, the mo- mobile platform. Mm-hmm. The phone has made made uh, may change lots of things. How we do business, how we order our food, right. how we how we engage with each other, how how we conduct collaboration. That element has introduced a significant level of change. The the ability to to use uh, private cars as your taxis, for instance, is a change in how we think of things. So those are some of the trends in the marketplace that are disrupting traditional business models. So if you go back uh, the last decade or so, a lot of big focus was on on devices, right? Getting laptops and uh, cell phones and other types of devices, uh, machines in the factory floor. Now we're at a point where the utility value of those devices has sort of diminished. 
or it has plateaued. Now, the next thing is how do I drive, how do I drive value out of these? So it's all about workflow efficiencies. It's about automation. It's mm -hmm. about end user experience optimization. It's about those kind of elements. And that's where data comes handy. That's where software and services come handy. So I look at it as, in very simple terms, I look at it as going from a very device-only focus or a machinery-only focus to a more holistic focus where I have my devices smarter, it's coupled with some level of software and services capability so I can address the questions around workflow efficiency, automation, and user experience improvement. Because again, these industries are facing all sorts of challenges. Right. And I just want to quickly talk about some of those challenges so that uh, people can get a sense of uh, what sure. those disruptions are. You have the quick service restaurant industry, for instance. Mm -hmm. You have a high turn, uh, turnover ratio. Right. You have labor costs going up, minimum wages coming in. You have multiple order entry points into a restaurant, so the throughput needs to increase. Right. So the need of the hour is not to have a new uh, cash registry, but the need of the hour is to figure out how do I manage my demand? How do I improve my throughput in the kitchen? Right. This is just one example. You have, we've done a great job in our, uh, in our um, laptop business with our public safety customers over the years. They've done, it's, we've got such a large footprint. The challenge in those industries is how do I manage distracted driving? Right. Those are the conversations. So those are real disruptions and we have to address that through by providing a full ecosystem. And that's where the, what I consider to be a digital transformation right. on the front lines. Now on the back end of the system in a business, internal to a business, when you're, when you're driving to that level of efficiency and, uh, and delivering to those needs in the front end, your back end systems have to be agile enough and robust enough to meet the demands of the front end. Right. So it's a, it requires an internal process overhaul as well. Right, information visibility. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you were talking about the quick service restaurant mm -hmm. and the digital transformation. I had to chuckle because uh, over the weekend I was out uh, running errands and the Chick-fil-A in our town, the line was wrapped around the building and out on the highway. Wow. And people are, and they have a two-lane drive through and people are just sitting there waiting, waiting. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Click it out on my uh, app. That's right. That's <laughs> walk right. in, walk out. It's, you don't even have to wait. That's right. So it's it's a multi-layer transformation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It just in talking about quick service restaurants, you see kiosks all over. Oh, right. Now, you got the average time on a, ki on a kiosk is two and a half minutes, but it's the, the, the average order has gone up. 10, 15%. Isn't that interesting? Because because now I'm I'm by myself. You're browsing. I'm yeah. browsing. I buy myself. I get excited. I'm not forced to buy because I have a clerk at the front desk who's, who's looking at me and right. pushing me to order. And then on top of that, there's technology out there. Uh, through facial recognition, I can recognize you and I can cut down that time from two minutes to matter of seconds. Wow. So throughput becomes really important. And, right. And, and, and the Chick-fil-A that you were at, the problem they have is they can't expand their kitchen. Right. It's not going to grow four times to improve the throughput. And and they're getting Uber Eats, DoorDash guys right, showing up. Right. It's congested. So those are the challenges our customers and industries are facing across the board. If I, we had the time, I can give you 
tons of examples across multiple industries. Yeah. But fascinating times and perfect opportunity for companies that have good customer relationships and who can understand customer issues. So leading a large organization, you've watched a, a number of companies go through digital transformations like some of the quick serve restaurants or, or other large companies. In your opinion, what, what do they do right? And what can companies who are looking to go through a digital transformation of their own, what can they take away from that learning and, and help apply to their organization? That's a great question. There's may, nearly, you know, pick a company and <laughs> they'll talk about digital transformation. Yeah. Again, what does it mean and how they do it? I think uh, McDonald's, in my opinion, has done a great job in embracing uh, digital transformation very early on. Mm -hmm. Today, McDonald's, uh, uh, is, this is my own opinion, is a company that's a technology company that sells uh, hamburgers. Right. But uh, so they, they've got, they made that transition because they believe that the value is going to come from understanding the consumer mm -hmm. and delivering to the consumer's needs. You have the next generation, the millennials, who are used to talking to their uh, siblings in the same room through right. through uh, social media. Right. They're not interested in standing in that line. Talking they're not to a person. Talking to a person. They're not interested in waiting for seven minutes for that. Right. Uh, they're, they're more health conscious. They're more. They're not going to take the the quality of a restaurant as 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 the previous generation took. Right. They're looking for fresher quality. So I think McDonald's recognized some of these things very early on. The kiosks that you see in McDonald's, they're the first pretty much the, the leader in right. this industry that went out and invested, made significant capital investment in putting kiosks. Right. And that has done quite well right. because the demand is going to come in. And if the demand sees uh, a long wait time, they're going to leave. Right. They're going to move to the next place. Right. So now I can go to the I can go to the kiosk and order stuff. And it was at a time when a lot of people said, "You don't need kiosks. You're going to use mobile phone." But the mobile phones are not ready for that. So they took that leap of faith right. and made that investment. And that's just one element of it. This comes from the things that McDonald's is doing. They acquired a large. Uh, artificial intelligence company recently to manage to focus on predicting demand wow. and to essentially go into the just-in-time cooking model so they can deliver healthier options to their consumers. Wow. And, and that's, to me, that's digital transformation. They really embraced the data that, and technology that was available to Absolutely. them. And at a time they needed to, right? Absolutely. Because when, when uh, some of the other kind of upstart brands and quick mm -hmm. serve were starting to, you know, chip away at their market share and right. their position in that industry, they had to turn to something to really change the game. And they definitely focused on their food quality and technology. hundred percent. Really and again, I go back to what I said earlier. A lot of companies get into this digital transformation with the focus on technology. Right. Technology drives it. Yeah. It's got to be the other way around. <laughs> what's what, the issue? What's the issue? So yeah. the issue was food quality, turnaround time, better throughput, get people in and out. Right. And then technology is an enabler. Right. So I think the model they've taken is is the right model. Right. And uh, companies that focus on customer issues, I think, will be successful in their transformation in the long run. Yeah. Good, good point. So uh, in your opinion, um, what are some of the large obstacles or um, stumbling blocks in getting started and then on following through when you start a digital transformation? And you probably never finish, but uh, at least when you're getting started. I think uh, you get into what's the definition, like what does it mean for a company? Mm -hmm. What's the scope of it? 
so what I have seen and what I have, um, based on experiences, based on through, through uh, conversations with other people in the industry, um, people get so caught up on the technology front. People get caught up on um, on assumptions that they can't, that haven't been validated. Mm. Um, so to me, digital transformation is like anything else. They don't get too too uh, caught up in in the complexity and the technology that comes with it. Step right into what what's the pain point with my customer? Right. Now that's easier said than done because most traditional sales organizations do not have that capability to understand the customer's pain point. We talk about solution selling, and most people say they're solution sellers, but that's tough yeah. because you're not selling anything. You're walking in a customer's uh, well, business and trying to understand their pain points. Sometimes the customer doesn't know their right, pain points. Right. So it's a long, drawn-out process, and traditional sales organizations work in shorter cycles, quarter, month, right. and if <laughs> it's not happening, number, if yeah. it's not happening, month number, <laughs> so the interest is lost. So what needs to happen is there needs to be more focus on becoming a trusted advisor, understanding the industry, understanding the pain points. Mm-hmm. Once you understand the pain points, then you can bring something new to the table. And then the rest of the organization has to work around building those capabilities. And just to be just to be clear, when I talk about digital transformation, I'm mainly talking about the front line, mm-hmm. the customer facing the end user outside the business you know taking a right. product company into a in transforming a pro, doing digital transformation in a product company now okay. internal digital transformation is all about turning your operations making them more agile and things like that that's a different right. uh, topic. different topic yeah right right so looking ahead um with digital transformation, you know, I mentioned it was many years ago, mm-hmm. not my analog clock digital transformation, but are, is this a topic we'll still be discussing five years, 10 years from now? Um, or will by then it just be sort of table stakes if you're not digitally savvy, agile, you're out of the game? I think it depends on the depends on the industry, but to a great extent, it won't be a buzzword. It would get in, integrated and ingrained into most businesses. Uh, the level of maturity will vary from industry to industry, but I think it will be well ingrained and integrated into most most industries, especially the machinery, the device, the hardware type, hardware focus industries would have a lot of focus on it. But it doesn't mean that it's going to take over the core businesses. Right. I think the core it will it will augment the value of the core technology or the core products, uh, but it doesn't necessarily take over. There's a lot of talk about um, software and services, especially just taking over some of these hardware-oriented businesses. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. I think it'll augment the value. Right. Well, it's so hard to run software on a no device. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> they're great. They're great uh, component. Complementary players. Absolutely. So. True. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Um, this has been a great conversation and one I'm sure will continue over time. Absolutely. That's it for us. I'm Susan Campbell, and that's another episode of Rugged Rants. It's each a tough and bold conversation on the future of innovation and what we can expect as work changes. <laughs>